catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Friday morning, November 17th. I'm Julia Cooper, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Outgoing Democratic Agricultural Commissioner Nikki Freed is asking the Justice Department to dispel former President Donald Trump's claims that he used the Federal Bureau of Investigation to help get Governor Ron DeSantis elected in 2018. The statement appears to be a dig at the Florida governor as the two are widely expected to face off for the Republican presidential nomination in 2024. I spoke with WUFT's Elliot Trudeau about why Freed's ask is significant to the upcoming presidential election. So this is important because on Tuesday, Donald Trump announced that he'd be running for president in 2024. A few days before that, he made an online post without citing any evidence whatsoever that he sent the FBI and U.S. Attorney's Office uh, to end unspecified ballot theft before the Democrats ran out of votes necessary to win the Florida governor's race for Ron DeSantis. And this also comes off to the fact that Ron DeSantis just won the 2022 uh, governor's race um, for it as well. And Nikki Freed ran for governor for the Democratic Party but lost to Charlie Crist. But a big thing that why it's important is because of the fact that one of Trump's things sorry, one of the things that Donald Trump was saying about, like, um, finding ballot theft was in Barrett County. Can you get into a little bit more detail about that? The big thing that was important was the fact that Trump's claim about involving the FBI and federal prosecutors in Broward County was new to the employees of the county supervisor of elections. The current chief election official, Ivan Castro, said there wasn't any evidence of any federal law enforcement presence in the county's office during the 2018 elections. One thing to note, though, is that on election night in 2018, it wasn't a perfect night for Broward County. There was a county audit that was completed in 2020 that concluded that the election wasn't managed, quote, efficiently and effectively. It also said that vote-by-mail ballots delayed election results and weren't tracked. They were counter results were updated late, which caused the state to reject them. And half the precinct showed more votes than actual voters on election day. So one thing, for example, to note is that had the recount elections, I'm sorry, had the recount results been accepted, they would have reflected an underreporting of almost like 2,400 ballots, which were misplaced and not included in the recount. And it's also important to note that DeSantis beat Andrew Gillum by 32,463 votes. It's a very, very tight race. You mentioned Andrew Gillum. Is he also important to this story? Yeah, so he's very important. So one thing I know, like I brought up about this story, was the fact that Nikki Freed and Andrew Gillum, which at uh, one point both have run for governor for the Democratic Party. Obviously, Gillum was the Democratic choice for it in 2018. Nikki Freed wasn't. She lost to Charlie Crist, like I mentioned beforehand. It's Basically, come to the fact that Nikki Freed wrote a letter to the Justice Department talking about this, but Andrew Gillum's lawyers, they cited Trump's new claims, basically to raise questions about whether Trump directed the FBI to target Gillum. They're raising serious questions about how exactly Trump fixed DeSantis' campaign and what Trump directed the FBI and U.S. Attorney's Office to do, and whether there's any connection to the investigation and later prosecution of Gillum as well. Um, It's also important to note that the former Tallahassee mayor, has been charged in a federal public corruption case, which is still going on, which is involving the donations to his campaign. So during that case, the lawyers that I mentioned earlier are the same ones that are representing him in this case as well. But another thing to mention about with um, 
with Nikki Freed is the fact that she basically sent a letter saying, like, I was a part of the 2018 election. We had to do a recount. DeSantis had to do a recount. I had to do a recount. She did not see anybody to that likeness of this. So basically this whole article was to show how Trump's claims in helping DeSantis win, you know, quote-unquote, raised political eyebrows. So I didn't see any evidence whatsoever about FBI or U.S. Attorney's Office entering Broward County at all. That was WUFT's Elliot Trudeau on Agricultural Commissioner Nikki Freed asking the Justice Department to deny Trump's claims that he used federal resources to help Ron DeSantis win the 2018 gubernatorial race. Now, let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. Senator Rick Scott lost his last-minute bid to become the next GOP Senate leader. According to WFSU, the Senate Republican Conference voted 37-10 to 10 Wednesday to re-elect Senator Mitch McConnell of Kentucky. Scott's announcement came Tuesday, just one week after Republicans failed to win a majority in the Senate. Data shows Florida had 5,077 incidents of students being involuntarily committed under a mental health law known as the Baker Act during the past school year. According to the News Service of Florida, the data indicated 4,844 individual students were taken from campuses for involuntary psychiatric examinations under the Baker Act during the past school year. The Baker Act Reporting Center at the University of South Florida College of Behavioral and Community Sciences most recent data said that during the 2019-2020 fiscal year, children ages 18 or younger accounted for about 17% of Floridians who were subject to the Baker Act involuntarily. More than 1,800 manatees have died statewide since January 2021, and wildlife officials will once again feed manatees this winter to curb die-off. According to the Tampa Bay Times, it's the second time Florida's leading wildlife agency will carry out the feeding program after a record 1,100 manatees died in 2021. Biologists plan to carry out the feeding program this year at the Florida Power and Light Cape Canaveral Clean Energy Center in Brevard County, which is a popular meeting spot for manatees during cold winter days as unnatural warm water is discharged from the power plant. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit wuft.org for more information. I'm Julia Cooper, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Friday.